This is the season finale of Suits. It's the moment you've all been waiting for. Will Mike Ross become a lawyer? We're talking about it here and next. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I love this song so much. <laughs> it brings me so much joy, Steve. Remember back in the day when I didn't do this? Yeah. There are also four people consistently on the panel. Yeah, but, you know, we don't need that. We got shoulder movements now. That's all we got. That's all we got in this world of this life of sin. This is me and my boy, Steve. Hey! Thank you for joining us here at AfterBuzz TV's <laughs> coverage of Suits, Season 6, Episode 16, Character and Fitness. I'm your host, Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter at Steve Kaufman. That is K-A-U-F-M-A-N-M, but I'm not alone. Hello, everyone. I am Tiana Hobson, and you can find me at the Tiana Hobson. Nothing has changed. The names are still on the wall. We are still the law firm of Kaufman, Ike, Hobson, and Brazier. Um, We're just missing a couple. They went on vacation. They they yeah. went to Chicago, <laughs> where apparently you can just do whatever you want law-wise. <laughs> which, I think we, we should all go we, to Chicago. Yeah. We should all go to After Buzz TV Chicago. Mm-hmm. You just kind of cover suits. From there. From there. I get it. We're closer to Canada where they shoot. It, it'll all work itself out. I get it. You know? It's sensible. Yes. Episode 16. We're, <laughs> we're, done, with, we're done with season six. We are done. I kind of... How are we feeling? I have mixed emotions because I love, love, love this show. And tonight's episode gave me so much anxiety and joy and sadness. It gave me all the feels. I got all the feels in tonight's episode, so it's the perfect way to finish off a season, I think. I think that's how I've been feeling, too. I think these these six-episode weeks, weeks, these six-episode mini-seasons they do in the winter are kind of hit or miss for me. Mm-hmm. This one wrapped it up pretty nice. Yeah, it, it because there's only six episodes, it made the writers have to get cut the BS, you know? Mm-hmm. They had to get straight down to the point. We had to get this storyline wrapped up in a pretty little bow in a shorter amount of time. I feel like sometimes with longer seasons of shows, you get stuff dragged out and you get those filler episodes and this, during this six um, episode season, I don't think we had one filler episode, which was no. great. That's what I like about a 16 episode season. Yeah. Just like, no. We don't have time for that. We really do not have time for filler episodes. Let's do this. Let's do this. And all of this happened, like, the six episodes. It took us six weeks, but in real time on their show, it was probably, what, like, two weeks? (laughs) Like, how much time actually passed by? Not a long amount of time. I do want to point out a good (laughs) pun. Or some good... AHN7A6, I thought the only way we were going to get Gina Torres was through a Skype call. That's a reference to Westworld. That was well played, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Good job, sir. I didn't watch Westworld, so I don't know. She skyped someone in the pilot of Westworld. Oh, okay. that's not. Re- People are going to tell me that's a spoiler. That is not a spoiler. Yeah, I still don't know what it's about from what you just said. So, so you don't have to should, explain it to me. We oh. should no. <laughs> we well, actually, um, we should rejoice a little more before we jump into our first topic. Yes. Mike Ross is a lawyer. Mike Ross is a lawyer. So I asked you this while we were watching. How does the whole, like, synopsis of the show change? Because literally, when you describe the show, it's about a guy who's not a lawyer pretending to be a lawyer. He's a lawyer now. They have to change everything. Taglines, the... It's... 
it's a guy that the guy that used to not be a lawyer is now a lawyer, but he's a lawyer for for good half the time. <laughs> half the time. Well, because here's here's the way my dad remembers the show when I'm like suits. He's like, that's a fake lawyer show, right? Like that's how people it's associate the, yes. the show. And so now he's not a fake lawyer anymore. I'm excited to see what changes that brings and how we how he copes with this life of like, hey, I don't have any secrets anymore. I also, before we jump into it, I want to say moving forward that this is the way they're setting themselves up for season seven is a bit of a second life if done correctly. Yes. Because then you can be not obviously not a by the numbers lawyer show, but like you, the season long arcs aren't the big, the big mystique of the show. Yeah. And there have been some shows um, on the USA Network, including Burn Notice that have gone seasons beyond the initial conceit. Mm-hmm. Burn Notice was he was a burned spy, and he was trying to find out who burned him, and he found out who burned him and why, and then it went for, like, two more seasons. And it was great. Yeah. It's great. I loved every minute. <laughs> but, like, we're at a place with suits where that can also happen, and I'm I'm excited for just true longevity. Yes. I in the show. So now that we feel good. Now that we're... Now that we've got you on a high. Let's get sad. Boom. Lewis and Tara. So sad. Lutera? We never came up with a ship name for them. No, because we knew that Lewis would find a way to f- mess it up. I almost said the F word. So, you think this is Lewis's fault? I think that it's both of their faults. I think that they rushed into something without really knowing each other. I love that Lewis came clean with her. I get that her reaction wasn't the best. Mm-hmm. But Lewis, I think... He, I can understand why he was mad at her for, you know, basically kind of doing the same thing. But the difference is Lewis had already said, I'm going to put that behind me. Yeah. So you cannot then reach back into the dirty clothes basket and bring out the dirty laundry on her. Like you chose, you knew about it. You chose to accept it and to say, okay, that's your past. We're moving forward. We're creating a future together. So then to bring that up in an argument isn't fair at that point. So I understand yeah. why she was very upset. But then I didn't really buy her full excuse for why she was breaking up with him. I didn't. So see how I'm conflicted here? I'm very <laughs> conflicted, but at the same time, it's one of those things where logic didn't apply. Yeah. And then they suddenly applied logic and were like, wait, wait, come back. <laughs> wait. And if this is also that she can stay on Arrow, guys, I don't need her on Arrow. I need her on Suits. I've brought this uh, up a couple times. She's on Arrow right now. She's... <laughs> She's Prometheus. Oh. No, no, I'm making that up. Spoiler! No, I'm just No, I, ma- I feel like that's... I've only seen eight episodes of this season, but I'm pretty sure she's Prometheus, and everyone around here has told me I'm crazy. I, would, I can't wait to see that. The, or or she or Prometheus is a robot and she controls the robot. She he's Kryptonian. You can be Kryptonian now, right? Okay. Wrong show. Back, back to suits. <laughs> Wrong show. I think... This, but I do think that actress is going to need some time off for whatever her character is at Ar- is over on Arrow. Also, I think the way that the way the partnership of Pierce Inspector Lit ended this episode, it seems like Lewis is going to have a bit of a fight with Harvey coming up. Yeah, it does. Over we're manage we're both managing partners. Oh, J.K. J.K. I take Jessica's office and her name off the f- her name off the door. Which, by the way, this is season six. Her name came. Her name. You could argue that if Harvey's stepping up to be managing partner and taking over her desk, 
that if they start season seven and her name's not on the door, you would argue within a full season they the name changed again. I don't know. Which I, just... I believe the prophecy stays true. Spectre and Lit. Like, we've always had three names. Well, no, we haven't always had three names. Mm-hmm. I take that back. But since we've had three names, it it just has a very nice ring to it. I agree. And going back down to just two, I, I don't know how I feel about that. Clearly, at some point, like, this is prediction territory, and I'm not talking next season, maybe the season after. At some point, it's going to be Ross on the door, too. Just, that's how much they love him. Yeah. But that's way in the future, so I'm like, for a while, it could just be, like, Spectre and Lit? I'm okay with that. I like I like three names. Do, 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 do. I agree, but Jessica Peterson's not there. She's not coming back. I know. She's disbarred in New York, I think. Well, not Probably, officially. Likely. So But they could open their she could open a Pierce Respector at Chicago. She's not disbarred in Chicago. That could work. Um to talk about Tara and Lewis some more, because we were having too good a time. Talking about other stuff, we're trying to get. We keep trying okay, to get away. So from they're it. they're broken up now. That I mean, Lewis. Oh, that having to watch him listen to that voicemail. Who breaks up with someone over a voicemail? I mean, it's better than a text message, but still, like, say it to my face. If you want to get rid of me, you're gonna have to say it to my face. Okay, Tiana. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, see, because then I'm going to give you a look, and you're going to be like, let me rethink my next words, because Tiana Hobson will not be dumped. Fair enough. <laughs> I think... <laughs> I... <laughs> Do you read someone's face and then dump them? Is that how it goes down? I don't I don't believe in dumping or dumpers or anything. I think mutual separations are fine. She dumped <laughs> People come to her about to dump them, about to dump her, and it she... Me first! <laughs> I did it first. That's exactly what happens. Um, a 15-second voicemail. I mean, it was... I don't want to say it was doomed from the start, but it seemed all a little too convenient and a little too fast. Yeah. And then, like, But they, it was done in such a way that we hit a wall like two weeks ago where if you had asked any of us two weeks ago, we would have all been like, no, that's forever. That's forever. Lewis is moving on as a character. Like, everything's fine. Nope. His love life just keeps getting ripped apart from him. And Rick Hoffman, just like, bravo, because there was nothing playing on that phone when he acted in that scene. But you saw, like, all the different emotions, like, Mm -hmm. coming over him just from a facial expression. And I was like, I don't even know how to feel right now because I hurt for him. But then I'm also like, damn, that is some good acting, too. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, but, like, you're also sympathetic for, like, well, he's hurt because he's, he's hurt because he put himself out there, and that's kind of what love is. Yeah. This version was very accelerated, but that's literally what, like, that's, that's the risk you take by falling in love, is that it'll hurt more than anything else. Yeah. So I'm told. <laughs> <laughs> that's what people tell me, too, Steve. It's okay. <laughs> oh. So, while we're sad, Madonna... Mm-hmm. Madonna, Stu, I Lewis, know. Lewis jumped in on this, and then Benjamin. And wait, hang on. So I wasn't here last week. So it had officially been three weeks for Donna and Benjamin. So were you shipping them, or by not? last week? By last week, there was nothing on the table to let us think that, that something that it would be Ben Donna. Okay, I just had to ask because no, that's we have a three week. We have a three very strict three week rule here at After Buzz TV. You cannot ship. 
any characters in any show, it's on the wall. It's huge. Is that really on the wall? It's really on the I wall. I break that rule a lot on my other shows. <laughs> you I should, should really pay attention to the should, rules. should really read the rules here at AfterBuzz TV <laughs> that I'm making up right now. <laughs> oh, okay, But that are great. also on the wall, because okay. no one cleans the wall. Um, <laughs> But you can't ship them. I We haven't seen anything between Donna and Benjamin in yeah. the last three weeks to really actually ship them. If anything, we just see some wanderlust in Donna that's kind of been a long time coming. Yeah. That if she can't have Harvey, she's been the best assistant in the world since episode one. At a certain point, as a human, you're going to want more. Mm-hmm. You're going to want to feel fulfilled in every way. And I think she's watching everyone else at the firm get more. She watched Harvey go from, you know junior partner to senior partner to name partner. She's watching Lewis do the same thing. She's watching Mike grow from being not a lawyer to a lawyer. (laughs) Um, Rachel finally getting into law school after years of trying to take the LSAT and, you know, failing miserably. She's surrounded by people who are moving up the ladder in their lives. And for her, there's nowhere at Pearson Spectre lit for her to go. And I think she's starting to realize this, and that's why the Donna was so important to her. And getting that launch, it's like, okay, this is something that I have that sets me apart. You know, we all have our side hustles. Yeah. And Donna doesn't really have her side hustle. Hopefully Donna's got enough money for a side hustle, though. I mean, hopefully. But, see, the point of the side hustle is that you keep your main job yeah. while you're doing the side hustle. And then the side hustle becomes your main thing once it takes off. And that's what she was hoping with the Donna. Definitely. I'm sad that the Donna is gonna be no more um there have been a lot of criticisms on the writing of this show and on like the portrayal of the donna in this show and i was on board with them for the first two weeks but after last week where it became a literal box Mm -hmm. that signified donna's want to move past being an assistant i'm on board yeah like the criticism died last (laughs) week where i'm like no no this is this is a thing that exists in like and they didn't go ham like they didn't go hacky like we were all hoping they weren't where the Donna is just on a desk somewhere and then it helps Harvey through a hard time and like or helps Lewis through the tariff. Yeah. Like any of that, none of that happened. Mm-hmm. And it's also also to be fair, like to even commodify Donna as an assistant for her to realize, like, no, this is you're not the first on. You're not the first person here. There's nothing new under the sun. Yeah, there are like which fifteen we, Donnas. <laughs> yeah, which we already knew because you know technically Siri is like supposed to be like a Donna, except you have to press a button to talk to that biatch, and she's always annoying and telling me sarcastic answers. Well, but there's also there is a market in the business world for for personal assistants that are a thousand times better than Siri. Mm-hmm. That, like, if you were a high-level executive, depending on where you were, you would have access to a personal assistant that you would literally, the equivalent to, hey, Siri, Google this thing, it would be like, hey, Siri, I'm going to Macau next week. (laughs) Handle that. Handle that. So she'll, like, book flights and everything? That's amazing. It's amazing. It's problematic because the personal assistant's not a human, so it won't actually know what a cheap like what a cheap they'll it'll know what a cheap flight is but it won't necessarily know what a reasonable hotel would be yeah what a reasonable flight would be okay siri booked me on frontier once Ooh. never again siri Screw you siri see um 
But yeah, I'm I'm sad that the Donna is no more. But hey, now she's got like a little nest egg of money. Hopefully. That she can <laughs> figure out what she wants. Because I love the scene with her and Harvey when she's like, is this the best Lewis could do? And she's like, I think I just figured out. Like, I want more. And she doesn't know what that is. And I think a lot of people... And what I love about this is Donna is someone who is down the path of her career. She's a well-established person. She's... She's like, you know, she's not a 21-year-old millennial who's like, I don't know what I want in life. She's mm. an older individual who still doesn't have it together, which just makes me feel a lot better about my life because I still don't know what I want. I know I want more. I don't necessarily know what that is. And it's okay to still be figuring things out. You don't have to have a plan. I love You want this. more boyfriends to preemptively break up with. Well, yeah, but like if I had, you know, boyfriends, like I probably wouldn't break up with as many, you know? I keep one around. You just kept a harem of men? <laughs> I mean, someone's got to feed me a, grapes. And... Is harem a gender term? I don't know. Harrow? Never mind. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Either, I don't even but... know what the word means. I'm good. <laughs> wrong. Wrong after show. <laughs> I... Uh, Lindsay Ivory Neptune in the, ch- in the chat says, I don't think anything will come from Donna saying she wants more. Plot twist, the Donna takes the real Donna's job. <laughs> um, that would be interesting. I do think there's something coming from... There's something more coming from Donna, whether it's she goes to night school and becomes a lawyer, or she teaches doggy yoga. You and your doggy yoga. That's a real thing. I know, but like, <laughs> not everyone needs to be teaching doggy yoga. I feel like the market's only big in LA and probably New York. <laughs> The market is Donna. <laughs> the market is Donna. But what if what if this is why the Donna isn't happening right now? Because we've dived into everyone else's personal lives and really stayed there. We go, we dip our toe into Donna's life outside of the office, but we never go there. So now that she's saying she wants more, maybe this is the show's opportunity to really explore Donna outside of the office. Because at this point... Mike and Rachel, happy. Mm -hmm. Lawyers getting married. Harvey, he's always going to be a head case. Like, Lewis, this season he got, you know, another love and that didn't work out. So I think it's time we shine some light over to Donna as well. She's been there just as long as these other people. And she's the one character that we know probably the least about in personal life. We know little things, but, you know, it's always like one episode. It's never like a season-long arc of a Donna personal side story i'm on board let's do that yeah there you go let's get to it i'm giving the writers <laughs> dynamite right now yeah um <laughs> I'm, i have a prediction for a lot of that, that okay i'll save so let's start with the littler things with mike the clinic nathan oliver um was i the only one who thought nathan wasn't gonna like wasn't gonna react to how he reacted i nathan is a lawyer like a lawyer practicing law and i understand he like you make a clinic for a very grandiose idea, but like the world of like black and white, but the girl, the world operates in that gray. Mm-hmm. The show likes to operate in that gray and play that game a lot. That I, I, I thought, I guess Nathan's response is just about right. Yeah, I think his response is that way only because he did ask Mike straight up when this was happening because he felt like Nathan felt like something shady was happening to even get this case and. All that stuff that Mike lied to him, and it had been after a series. Remember of Mike telling little fibs, and Nathan already like on yeah. the ropes with him, and this was just like the final 
string was no, I straw I agree. was drawn. So, but I guess this was pract- This was nothing. Like this for, was a scalding. Yeah, I think what surprised me more was how quick he flipped over and was like, "Okay, nah, you cool, bro." Yeah, nah, bro, you good. <laughs> Nah, bro, we're going to get steaks later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bro. Sounds good. For real, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> it's infectious. Call the phone for help, guys. <laughs> it's so many bits. So many things. Um, I liked Oliver standing up for Mike and arguing for Nathan. And I think moving forward, this is going to be this is going to be the moment that Mike cites for Oliver. Of, like, the fire was there. Your argument was sound. Like, you bested a lawyer. Because I think that's the... I think deep down inside, that's what Oliver doesn't think he can do. Mm-hmm. Is just stand toe-to-toe with other lawyers. And he just proved that he can. Yeah, he can, so... Oliver, believe in yourself. You can do anything. I don't know what accent this is. It's terrible. That's pretty bad. <laughs> um, AHN7A6 in the chat. We also need to know about more about Gretchen. I agree. Yeah. Much more about Gretchen. Everything about Gretchen. How did Gretchen become so I, Gretchen? Not to brag, but this panel, years ago, in one episode, saw a screenshot of all the potential, of all the potential assistants for then Harvey, but it became Lewis. Um, Gretchen, obvious choice. Yes. We all agreed. Not to brag. Not to brag or anything. Not to brag. Steve, we, Steve's a pretty smart guy. We totally knew that. Steve the Engineer, <laughs> Steve the Engineer had that. Yes. Nailed that. Nailed it. Nailed it, bro. <laughs> For real, bro. So, let's jump into the, the meat of it. Yes. Anita Gibbs is on the is on the character and fitness Which, board. Come on. We all saw this coming. We all knew it was going to happen. She said in the first episode, you're not getting on this bar anytime while I'm around. Again, I don't know what that accent is. That was a I apologize. That was... Um, and then, you know, it's we haven't seen or heard from her. It's like, do-do-do, surprise, I'm here. Did you really think it was going to be that easy, guys? Did you really? Come on, Mike and Harvey, you know better. You know better. That's a that's gonna be a gif. <laughs> that's that gif is viral. <laughs> that gif is viral already. Currently, <laughs> um, I like this. My approach and prediction was a little too straightforward, which was just that he can impassionately flip Anita Gibbs, which is not the case. Yeah. Uh, this show did a very good. This episode did a very good job of swerving me into thinking that the the uh, Sheldon gentleman. Sheldon. The um, Walter Sampson. That's, oh. that's how we got a glimpse into oh, my okay. brain and how yeah. I forget names. The uh, Walter Sampson character, I was genuinely convinced that he's a like one oh of the God. few lawyers that has nothing. Me too. They got me so good. I was like, look at him. Like He's not even afraid of Harvey right now. And Harvey's like in his face. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, Harvey is going to mess this up for Mike because this is going to be like it, witness intimidation or something like that. Um, and yeah, I was very, very scared. Well, is that witness intimidation? It's not really, but you know, jury, jury tampering. I don't know. It's assault. It could just be assault. <laughs> it could be that too. It's probably trespassing. <laughs> Harvey's not probably not a member of that club either. <laughs> It's probably just like regular, <laughs> regular crimes. So just not. regular crimes happening that have nothing to do. Like it's suits. Objection! It's got to be a fancy crime. It can't just be a regular crime on suits. Harvey Specter don't don't do no regular <laughs> crimes. He does some fancy ones. He does some white collar stuff. <laughs> he colluded with he colluded with businessmen while he was at that oh, club really? that he trespassed in. 
doesn't go down for trespassing. He goes down for some white collar stuff. Exactly. Or nothing because he's Harvey Specter. Um, I really enjoyed this. I think you and I, we were watching this together, and I think you and I were concerned at the right moment because it was very early in this episode for them to be having a character <laughs> in fitness um, interrogation that we were all very, very concerned. Oh my gosh, I was sweating. I started sweating. I told you was I was like, getting nervous. It was like because minute, it was minute 15, it was already happening, and I'm like, is this, is this MacGuffin? Like, it's, it's like, you're not a lawyer. And how was everyone else on that board of people not questioning why Anita Gibbs was going so ham on him? Like, this is your first case, woman. You just got here. We've been doing this for years. Why are you coming at this dude so hard right now? <laughs> we ain't got these questions for him, and we're supposed to have been, done our research and figured out our strategies and whatnot. The woman who Anita Gibbs has left, that's exactly what she said. <laughs> that's exactly They cut what... the scene. Yes. But I... I agree, but I also think this. They mentioned it. They mentioned it a couple times in this episode that this is kind of a rubber stamp. Yeah, like to go through the character and fitness board. Like you either, you either like go there and they're like, "So have you been convicted of a crime?" Keep in mind, we already know. So yeah. answer that question how you will. You haven't. All right, cool. Like it's kind of like a presidential cabinet pick. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. Similarly, that some, oh. but like sometimes check and balance, checks and balances yeah. are there, and I think Julius of all people did a great job of showing oh that because the whole point of a board and a hearing and a trial and like we need to discover the truth and do all that and like all he needed to do was prove that Anita had no interest, mm-hmm. but Anita needed to get thrown off that thing before they voted because they needed a unanimous decision. That was that was not happening, but. Oh my gosh, the Julius scene. I just have to take a moment and just be like, all I wrote was, yes, Julius! Because he came in and not only did he defend Mike and say things that were actually true that Anita was ignoring, but then he went after her. And I was like, (sighs) oh my gosh, thank you for someone finally saying these things to her. Because I was sitting there like, why is no one saying this back to her? Like... (laughs) Shut I could up. feel that in the I could feel that in the room when he was like, actually, it's doctor. Oh, when like, you, oh, when you drop the doctor on someone, oh, we, like we just gonna Mr. Rowe, Nobby, Nobby is Doctor Rowe. Get we, it we, straight. We don't take these gloves off, real quick. Yes, it's like no, I'm a prison psychologist. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about here. You are the one out of line, Doctor Bra. For real, bro. Doctor Bra. <laughs> doctor Bra. <laughs> it's up on the board. <laughs> so yeah, I was very excited about the Julius scene, and I was excited to see Julius come back because I do think that this part of the season, because it was so short, we did kind of gloss over the fact that Mike was in jail and that there were people around. And I feel like even though he got out, he still should have had to do some sort of like counseling was, or like community there this, service. There was or this some whole sort. jail thing going down yeah, like, all summer. <laughs> He's like he was in jail. Yeah, and then he's just like he got out like a bunch, but like <laughs> he got out like a bunch, but he stayed in and he kept his morals and like like there's not a probation period uh, so, or something. <laughs> I know this is a philosoph like this is a moral philosophical discussion, mm-hmm. but Julius's claim, like Julius being a true North, right is right, is easy to do when you're a prison when you're a prison doctor. Yes. Because most of the people you encounter 
you can show them the way of this is the way out of prison or this is like why you should change and like I don't I love that there's a variation of his teaching that it's a person can change and be this but also be that or Mm -hmm. at least I can support them because they did change and like it gets it gets messy and I like that but at the same time I wholly disagree with him that Mike has changed or no that his idea of you've changed well first off his idea of rehabilitation Mm -hmm. in our current prison system and in the current prison system Mike Ross went into is already a little antiquated where it's like well then you're not gonna you're not gonna get that done yeah like you might get that done with like three prisoners and the rest of them get shanked (laughs) but like well actually you do that with five of them but three of them get shanked um but I've I've had this issue with that prison guard, or with that prison guard, with that prison doctor that I feel he holds such a moral superiority mm-hmm. that it makes it hard for me to root for him. But Even he, when he's saving Mike, like in the scene, in the scene where he clearly lives up stakes, it took him all day to get there. <laughs> clearly, but like in that scene where he was like, "You haven't changed at all." You here because you need something because you did some shady stuff to get this other thing. But was he and wrong? I know you. But was he wrong? But Everything he said was right. But was Mike Ross wrong for doing what he did to get to where he was? <clears throat> Morally, yes. Once again, that's where we're all <laughs> that's where we're always going to differ that yeah. I think and I like that there's a representative of both sides in this show. Yeah, the way I I believe that the way Mike got into the hearing was wrong morally. Do I think that if I had been in his situation, would I have done the same thing? Probably. Doesn't mean like there's a right or wrong, and like every person's going to be in that situation and choose different paths and go through the moral morality of like, oh my god, is this the right move or not the right move? And just it just felt to me like he was going down the same path that he had started on, mm-hmm. which was you know a foundation of lies and manipulation to get to where he was. This time, hopefully, it works out in his favor. And I'm happy with the outcome of it, so I'm okay with it now. But before, I was a little not okay with it. And I was honest. But you're okay with him doing wrong because he's doing a greater good? It depends on which wrong and greater good. Mike Ross being a lawyer. Actually, you know what? I am a little pissed off at Mike because the whole time he said he was doing this, he said he would never go back to Pearson Spector Lit, and I believed him. I believe that he would stay at that clinic and do some good from there. And I th- I wanted him to stay there and give Harvey a little bit more of a hard time to get him to come back instead of, you know, insisting on getting Harvey's office and whatnot, which we'll get into. But yeah, I am like, I, I expect mm-hmm. higher things from Mike and to say, I'm doing this deal for the greater good. The greater good was supposed to be for the clinic. And yes, you can say all you want that I'm going to go to Pearson Spectralet and I'm going to take on the little cases and I'm going to do all this good from there. But you're going to get pulled back into the BS of the corporate law stuff. We all know it's going to come. It's going to happen. One for one, though. It's going to be one for him. Why so. isn't it two for one? Because he got that money, though. I know, exactly. But it's like, if you're really caring about the greater good, the more should have been put into what you said was the greater good. Which was that clinic first? That's fair. Also, never mind. I my, it had been my <laughs> prediction for a long time that Pierce Inspector Lit was just going to buy the clinic. Yeah, 
I would have been like, okay with but that. But like they kind of did that, and like that's I guess they're saving that for like when the clinic when like gets the clinic in trouble gets well, the clinic in trouble, and then they have to like literally bail the whole thing yeah, out and then, or something. Like, Why do we have this whole thing with Nathan like firing him and then giving his job back just for Mike to go back and be like, actually, everything I told you guys I wasn't gonna do if I became a lawyer, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go back to the big fancy law firm, and oh by the way, I'm bringing Oliver with me because clearly <laughs> the other girl she disappeared. Um, She'll be back. Her dad's still sick, I guess. Um, it's been it's been a couple weeks. We have not seen her. I thought she was going to be the main focus of the clinic, and then she disappeared. It's been some so, time. Um, uh, so she lost out on that opportunity. She might have lost some other things too. I think we <laughs> I think we should send her our condolences. I think we should be Sorry. nice. <laughs> Those, Sorry. Sorry, bruh. These are the. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna stop saying bruh. Jessica came back. Jessica! Okay, I have to say because before someone else does, because I was adamant that Jessica would not be back this season. Because I thought it was too soon. Yeah. But I am okay with the way she came back because it was for the last ten minutes of the episode. It was not for the entire thing. I'm okay with a quick cameo. In the same season that you decided to leave the show. <laughs> um, and I, it came out of left field. I did not expect Jessica to show up No, that for was this well played. All. That was wonderful. It was a very well played card. Um, yeah. No, I really, really enjoyed this. And it's clear that she's good for some pop-ins. But she's not going to be... She's not going to be a weekly... Tra- like, yeah. she's not going to be a weekly part of this show. Mm-hmm. I was about to say weekly attraction. I'm like, that's pro wrestling talk, Steve. <laughs> Wrong show. Wrong show. Um... And not only does she come in, but she comes in and, like, saves the day. She's like, yo, I got the dirt. Because <laughs> my contacts in Chicago know more than you guys over here in New York. For real, though. Um, I really enjoyed this. That like, And also within the show that Jessica is the best lawyer. She just happens to be in Chicago. Yeah. So, yeah. I also... The Nita Gibbs question was very, very fun. Because... If Mike lied, Anita Gibbs has to have some type of proof that somebody knew, and then, like, he lied right right now. Yeah. If he doesn't lie, he disbars somebody. But, I mean, I know she could have asked a follow-up, but the question was, did anyone know? Not who knew at Pierce Inspector Lit. But she would have. She would have followed up with it, but just in that one moment, I was like, ooh, she didn't word that one right, because he could... No, she worded it dramatically. Yeah. Like she could it's, say she worded it trappingly, because if she ooh, but she did say I have one question for you before I make this decision. So if she wastes, if it's like a genie and you get one wish, I mean I'm aware that panel is kind of <laughs> do nothing, but I'm pretty sure one so, of <laughs> would be like wait a second, who was it? But that also wasn't their jurisdiction to care who it was. So maybe he could have got away with it. I feel like they would value the New York State Bar enough. Like, hold up, we can disbar somebody? <laughs> hold up, you got names? Give us names. What uh, if he said it was like an the inter- intern? That's not like if the intern knew, that's no one to take down a whole yeah. law firm. But the receptionist, was... Donna knew. She's just a receptionist. Can't disbar or her. Or an assistant. Like, you can't disbar her. She has no law degree. You would, but he would tarnish I her know. professionally. They'd have to fire her. It would be a whole thing. A whole thing. Ugh. They'd have to price water. I need a Gibbs. I hope that I never see you again. 
You know you're going to see her again. I don't want to see you anywhere around Anita Gibbs. That sounds like a prediction. I mean, it can be. And now, you're after um, this question is being posed by Double Dash in the chat. Do you think Lewis will be okay with Harvey becoming managing partner I'm and glad, taking I'm Jessica's glad there was desk? More to that, it's like, will Lewis be okay? No, no he will never we should be, be okay. <laughs> they, we should all be, we should all be taking shifts, hanging out with Lewis. Um, I think I don't think Lewis will be okay with this because he lost Tara. Yeah, I think that if he had Tara around still, he wouldn't care as much um, because he'd be happy and in love and thinking like hey it's great Harvey wants to take all this work off of my plate uh-huh. but now that he doesn't have Tara around to also be his voice of reason at times I think that it's definitely going to spark something because this is a decision that wasn't made with Lewis exactly it was made because Mike told Harvey hey dude it's time for you to step up and go take Jessica's office and get control of this firm here's how I see it Lewis Litt wants love and to be loved. Um, He had that. She found out about about Mike Gross. She left. Had that again. She found out about Mike Gross and left. And in his darkest hour, in the other room, Mike Gross is with Harvey, convincing Harvey to take Jessica's desk and usurp all his power. It doesn't matter that all those people were correct. At some point, it's going to become Lewis versus Mike. Yeah. Because he's going to see Mike as a representation of everything that's actually standing in his way. And if told that way, it's not a rehash. Because it's, like, no... Especially if it happens... If it happens while he's in this fragile state. Yeah. There's no... That's how I... I think that's... I think that's the way to go. Also, the tagline for season seven is too legit to quit. <laughs> I'm predicting right now that Donna will quit. Ooh. Donna will quit. And I've jokingly said doggy yoga, but she's going to learn a trade or a skill. She's going to have, she's going to have enough money. She's going to have enough money to reinvest and make something of herself. She's going to open up her own mud spa. So that's... that, you know, she already has the clientele for it she knows okay. Lewis will be her number one customer I was thinking of I was thinking a temp agency with just like 19 badass Donnas oh not 20 not 19 20. 19 <laughs> very specifically 19 um will we see Jessica in season 7 there will be 16 episodes of season look, 7 look guys I was sure I was like willing to bet my firstborn's life that Jessica would not be back this season so I have no comment on this mm-hmm you can go with that. I think we will definitely see her once in once. season seven. So either in the summer or in the winter, you're giving yourself that whole time. I'm gi- I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm giving myself <laughs> a wide berth. Whole time. <laughs> uh, Double dash. His question was: Do we f- do we think it's fair that Harvey is going to be managing partner? I've said multiple times on this show on Merit, he's absolutely the managing partner. He's the senior most name partner. He does yeah. way more billables than Lewis. Lewis is in a fragile emotional state, mm-hmm. like. I think if we're talking fair, we're talking merit. If we're talking merit, it's absolutely 100% fair. Yes. Lewis is not going to be able to see merit. No. Here's the thing. Lewis would be okay if this was a decision they came to after having a discussion together. As partners. As partners. I mean, Lewis didn't want Harvey to take the deal Anita Gibbs gave because 
they didn't discuss it as partners. Harvey was coming in there and telling Lewis what was going to happen instead of asking Lewis. And that's something that he pointed out. So does Lewis know that Harvey should be managing partner over him? I think deep down Lewis does yeah. know this. But Lewis still just wants the respect as a partner mm-hmm. with uh, with Harvey to just respect him in that light to at least you know, like, dance around with the idea of, okay, let's talk about me versus you. Yeah. And then from there, we can be like, okay, it's clearly you, and it's all rationally done. But nothing's done rationally. And I imagine there's a blow-up that happens in Season 7. Yeah. That there, there has to be, early in Season 7, there has to be a blow-up, mm-hmm. where Lewis eventually faces the facts that, merit-wise, he is not, he's not good enough to be managing partner. Yeah. Does he have does he have a mic issue? Yes. Does Harvey have a mic issue? Yes. Does Harvey have a lot of issues? Yes. Does he have a lot of issues? Yes. <laughs> That's what we all work out in this show. So, next question, possibly last, will we see a time jump between season 6 and season 7? We didn't see one between 5 and 6. We went straight in with Mike's like first night at jail. I mean, they changed the game. They can do whatever they want. I think a lot of where they left us, especially between Lewis Harvey and then Donna and Harvey, and then Mike. No, I think there's no time. I think they jump. Sh- I think season seven changes the game. Although they kind of did that into season six. I think I think they change the game and they jump right in. Okay, I'm they just... jump right in because, especially the where they left Lewis. Although I could see them jumping three weeks and Lewis being in the exact same place. Oh, see, I want I want a three-month jump minimum mm-hmm. and to see where they're diving at now. I don't need to see Lewis sappy, I'm brokenhearted Lewis again. Mm-hmm. We've done that before. I've seen it. I would like to move past this and dive into, like, this is where the firm is at now. We're thriving. We're moving. Mike's back in the office doing his thing, doing his charity cases. He's... You know, like, we're really stepping up our game because this law firm has just been in such a lull for so long that I'd like to see it you'd alive like, and thriving. You'd like them to have three months of boring law? No, I'd like them to skip that. Exactly. You want <laughs> yes. off-camera, while none of us see it, you'd like them to have three months of boring law. I do agree with you, but I think that would be really difficult. That would be really difficult to have Lewis come back onto Blazon. Because that, that showdown would have to happen within that time frame. Yeah, Which but is like why you make think... references to it of like Lewis, you over it yet? Or even like Lewis is still Lewis stuck in a rut catatonic. and everyone else is. Lewis was catatonic in his bed for two months. Yeah. It's like Lewis, welcome back. That pun <laughs> was intended, you. actually. <laughs> um Oh wait, a pun, I'm just supposed to stare at you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. We also have a rule on the wall that there there can be no more than five seconds of dead air. <laughs> Or the engineer will play rim shot. Yes. So that one I've read before. <laughs> that one I've broken before. <laughs> um, do you have any predictions at large? Um, no, I think I'm good. Great. Um, it's <laughs> a delayed great. Okay. Great. Um, no, I. I don't think we're gonna see Tara for more than three episodes in season seven, and when we do, I think she's already gonna have a baby. So then there has to be a time jump. Not necessarily. There has to be an extended period of time that happens because the girl was barely showing. She didn't even have a baby bump the last time we saw her. TV baby. (laughs) TV baby. They still have to explain that babies do not come in a month and a half. Have you... 
Have you seen pregnant people on suits? Maybe they're storks. Maybe <laughs> they're storks. Okay. <laughs> like, that's that's where we're going. I think that's a good place All to right, wrap Steve. up. If my if my mind's lo- if my mind's logic is going to storks, <laughs> then it's time to done. wrap up the show. I think we done. Down <laughs> <laughs> if the people want to talk to you. You guys can find me online on Twitter and Instagram at the Tiana Hobson. You can also check me out on the other shows I do here at AfterBuzz TV now that Suits is over. We've got Vampire Diaries, two more episodes, the originals when it comes back, Once Upon a Time, which starts again on Sunday, and The Flash on Tuesdays. Um, also, someone in the chat asked, when is the wedding happening? Do we know the wedding should happen in season, the first half of season seven? Yeah. I agree. You guys can find me on Twitter almost exclusively at, at Steve Kaufman. That is K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. I do a lot of shows here at AfterBuzz TV. I tweet about them regularly, including this Sunday, WWE Fastlane. It is the last pay-per-view heading into WrestleMania. It is a Raw-exclusive pay-per-view. I will be here breaking it down with the regular panel. Also, WrestleMania, I will be there, so someone else will be covering it here. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us, associates, and good night. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.